Okay, let's go over this Gemara again on Daf Yud Aleph. We'll go over it. We'll start just outside just to pick up the flow. We'll jump inside and we'll try to get clarity again on the last couple steps because I, I will be the first to admit that I think I didn't. I don't think I had 100% clarity on it last week, so I certainly didn't give it over properly. So it wasn't too off, but we'll go over it again. Let's just the Gemara asked towards the top how much space is. Um, needs to be between the lower schach and the upper schach, at what point does it become a sukkah tachas sukkah versus just being another layer of schach? Meaning if I put down a bamboo mat and for whatever reason I want to put another bamboo mat one inch above that, is that considered a, schach, a sukkah on top of a sukkah? What about two inches, three inches, four inches? So at what point does it become another sukkah? So, I'm sorry? At what point does it become a separate entity? Right, a separate entity, right. So there were three sheetahs. Rav Huna said a tefach. I don't know if that's true. What? A separate entity. However you want to call it, what point is it called a sukkah tachas sukkah? And versus just being... I'm not forcing anything down anybody's throat. That's the way I understood it. Okay. Right. Sometimes less is more. Okay. At what point does it become a separate sukkah tachas sukkah versus just being another layer of schach? You can put a mat and put another piece of wood right on top of it. It doesn't... It's not called a sukkah on top of a sukkah. So the first sheet was Rav Huna. He said a tefach, and he brought his comparison from Ohel, Tumas Ohel, because Tumas Ohel, once you have a, a tefach of space, at that point it becomes an Ohel that causes the Tuma to spread out and fill up that space um, and not be bokeh and not burst through the roof and continue upwards. If it's less, less than a tefach of space, then the Tuma will just continue upwards even through the roof and will not spread out and fill up the room. So Rufuna says, so here also by sukkah, if it's a tefach of airspace, that's already considered enough to consider it a sukkah tachas sukkah. The second shita was uh, Rev Chista and Rabbi Barifuna. They said four tefachim of space is considered a sukkah tachas sukkah because they brought a comparison from Rishuyos with Shabbos. We know um, if Rishuyos are four tefachim, so anything less than four tefachim is not considered a separate Rishus and therefore not considered a sukkah tachas sukkah. Um, and as long as you're less than four tefachim, you're still okay. But once you hit four tefachim of space, now it's already a problem of sukkah tachas sukkah. The third shita was Shmuel. <laughs> Shmuel said ten um, and his reason was that just like a kosher sukkah is ten high, so also to passel the bottom sukkah is ten Meaning that if it's as long as it's less than ten of space, it's not considered a sukkah tachas sukkah. once you become once you have ten of space, now you have a problem. And now here's where the Gemara went to had some back and forth, and here we'll jump inside. So. Uh, let's just, it's, I think, the last five narrow lines, probably. One, two, three, four. The last four narrow lines. The beginning of the line says, Basara, there's a dot, and then the word Tanan. So Shmuel just said, Ten Tfachim. And now the Gemara is going to bring a question from our Mishnah, Tanan. Rabbi Yehuda, Omer, it says in our Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda says, Im ein If there are no dwellers, if there's no one living in the upstairs, in the top, in the upper <laughs> sukkah, Hatachtonu kasher, then the bottom sukkah is kosher. My endurin. What does it mean if there's no one living there? What does it mean endurin that there are no dwellers there? If you say that it means that there are people literally dwelling there at the moment, and then if there's no one there right now at the moment, then right now it's kosher. And if ten minutes from now someone walks in and lives there, now it's puzzle. Like that sounds a little funny. Atu diurin kagarmi. 
Just the fact that there are dwellers there, Kagarmi, that causes it to be kosher or apostle, the bottom sukkah, meaning nothing to do with the structure or the size or anything. It happens to be someone is there or someone is not there, and that's going to dictate whether the bottom sukkah is kosher or apostle. Doesn't sound right. Elolav, rather, it must be, my endurin. What does it mean, endurin? What does it mean, who does it mean when it says endurin? <coughs> it means. Anything that's not so anything that's not appropriate for anyone to live there, and that's when the bottom sukkah will be kosher, if the top sukkah is not is not appropriate for anyone to live there. However, if it is if it is fitting for someone to live there, then the bottom one is possible. So now let's define that. What does that mean, And what does that mean, it's not asara. That it's not ten tfachim. Because less than ten tfachim is not right. Ladira, it's a dira shrucha. No one can live in such a thing with the ceiling is less than ten tfachim. That's not so that's, that's called endurin. It's not right. Ladira. And that's when Rabbi Yehuda said um, that the, the bottom sukkah would be kosher. The, if the top sukkah is less than ten tfachim, the way we're explaining this, that, that's when the bottom sukkah would be kosher. However, couldn't try, uh, right, then the bottom sukkah would be kosher. And Rabbi Yudah says, however, if, if the FD are in Belion, if it is rightly dear, meaning it's 10 fachim high then in the upstairs, then the downstairs is possible. So now the question on Shmuel is, Mechlal, the implication from this is, the Tanakama saw, right, that the Tanakama holds the opposite, because Rabbi Yudah disagrees with the Tanakama. The Tanakama holds that Afa Pisha and Ladira Psula. That even though the bottom sukkah, even though the top sukkah is not Royal Ladira, still the bottom sukkah is possible. Because Rabbi Huda said, again, Rabbi Huda is some, saying something that's not what the Tanakhama says. So the Rabbi Huda says, <coughs> if it's not Royal Ladira, which we just defined as meaning, if it's less than ten Fachim, then the bottom sukkah is kosher. But once it is ten Fachim, then the bottom sukkah is possible. Which means the Tanakama holds that even if it that even if it is ten tefachim, it's still kosher. The downstairs is still going to be kosher. Uh, what did I just say? Backwards. Backwards, right? He's not The Tanakama, Rabbi Huda said. Rabbi Huda said, if there's no, if the end you're in Belion, if there's no one living upstairs, meaning it's not right to If it's not right to live upstairs because it's too short, it's below ten tefachim, then the downstairs is kosher. The implication is that Tanakama disagrees and says that if it, that even if it's below ten tefachim, the upstairs is still is still going to be possible. I don't know. The Tanakama is machmir, even though it's less than ten tefachim upstairs, the downstairs is still possible. Because Rabbi Yehuda said it's kosher, which means that Tanakama disagrees with that. So Tanakama would say that even though it's less than ten tefachim, the upstairs is still possible. The downstairs is still possible, even though the upstairs is less than ten tefachim. Which is a kasha on Shmuel, because Shmuel says that it only becomes a tzul if it's ten tefachim. And the Tanakama saying within the Tanakama. Right, the Tanakama. Right, Shmuel can't argue with the Tanakama. The Rabbanon, Tanakama is the Rabbanon. They're saying that anything that even even less than ten tefachim is still going to passel the downstairs. So how could Shmuel say it only passels the downstairs once it's ten tefachim? Okay, Shmuel can't be going against the Tanakama, the Rabbanon. Quick question, though. Yeah. At this point right now, before, before you continue, do we just throw off Shmuel? Right now we have a cash on Shmuel. We're about to answer it, but right now we have a cash on Shmuel. Right, because Shmuel says that, that, um, that once you hit 10 Fakim, um, uh, that, 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 that Rabbi Huda is saying, again, 
Sorry. Shmuel said that you only have a problem when it's ten tefachim. But less than ten tefachim, you don't have a problem. But according to the way we were just explaining the Tanakhama, you have a problem even less than... Yeah, you still have a problem even less than ten tefachim. So the Gemara answer is, no, no, Shmuel's okay. He also Ravdimi, when Ravdimi came, Omar, he said, he explained to Mishnah, Amri bin Marava, they said in Eretz Yisrael in the West, that they explained Rabbi Yehuda to me, if the bottom sukkah is not able to hold up the pillows and cushions of the upper sukkah, then then the bottom sukkah is kosher. Meaning, nothing to do with the size and how high it is, ten tefachim below, or below, more or less than ten tefachim. It has only to do with the structural strength of the sukkah, of the schach, of the sukkah, of the bottom sukkah. If it's strong enough, to hold the pillows and cushions of the upstairs, then the bottom sukkah is going to be possible. But if it's not strong enough to hold the pillows and cushions of the upstairs, so then it's not right ladir, because if you put pillows, it's going to crash right through. So it's not right ladir, that's andy urine, and that's when the downstairs will still be kosher, because the upstairs is not considered a sukkah now, because it can't hold anything. You put pillows and cushions, and it's going to fall right through the floor. So, that's, so now the upstairs is not considered a sukkah. If the upstairs is not considered a sukkah, then the downstairs is kosher. That's Rabbi Yehuda. That's what Rabbi Yehuda is saying. Nothing to do with the size of it. <coughs> However, the Gemara is going to say, hold on a second, but I still have a cash on the, the Shmuel from the Tanakhama because Michlal, the implication again, the Tanakhama, the Rabbanon are saying something different than Rabbi Yehuda. Michlal, the Tanakhama Savar, the Tanakhama holds that even though it's not able to hold the pillows and cushions, it's going to come crashing through the floor, still psula. Because again, Rabbi Huda said, in that situation where the pillows will fall down, they're not going to be able to hold it up, then the downstairs is kosher, but the main enemy of Tanakhama disagrees. Tanakhama says that even though the pillows will fall down, it's still possible the upstairs. The, uh, the, the, the upstairs still possible the downstairs. So it's fair enough. So how is that a kosher? So, right, so it's a kosher well because... And this is what I didn't explain well, properly still, last week. It's still a kasha on Shmuel. This is what I missed on, on Thursday. It's still a kasha on Shmuel because Shmuel said kachshera kach psula. Those were important words. Right? Shmuel said ten tefachim, but then he said because kachshera kach psula. That just like the kasha, it, basically it has the same rules of a kasha sukkah. And if, if, um, if, meaning if it fits the requirements, fits the definition of a kasha sukkah, then it passes the downstairs. But if not, not. If it's not able to hold up pillows, then it's not a kosher sukkah. It has to be able to be royal. It has, it's not royal adira. If it's not holding up pillows, then it's not royal adira. You put, you put your pillows and your cushions in, it's come crashing down, and that's not royal adira. So it's not a, it's not a kosher sukkah. So again, how could, so Shmuel is saying that that would not be a kosher sukkah. I mean, it would, it, would not, it would not be a kosher sukkah, therefore it doesn't possible the downstairs. Which is a cash on the Tanakhama because the Tanakhama says that even if it's not Rai Ladira, it still passes the downstairs. Right? Only Rabbi Huda said that, if, that you have this. Um, the cash on the again. Right, you have a cash again. It's the same cash, but let's, let's just explain it again. Tanakhama always is disagreeing with, with Rabbi Huda. So, however, we explain Rabbi Huda, the Tanakhama says the opposite. So again, according to this, when Rav Dimi came the way he, he said, in our tetral, they explained Rabbi Huda as follows, that when he says in Eind Urin that it's not Roy Ladira, it means because it's, why is it not Roy Ladira? Because the floor is so flimsy that it's going to come crashing through. The pillows and cushions are going to come crash, crashing through the floor. 
And then in that situation where it's going to be so flimsy that it crashes through, then the downstairs is still kosher. Okay, so again, if you just said that if it's flimsy, then it's kosher, and that means the Tanakhama says if it's flimsy, it's still possible. If it's flimsy, it's still possible, that's a kosher and shmuel. Because Shmuel says that it's only going to passel if it's a kosher or sukkah. If it's flimsy, it's not a kosher or sukkah. So Shmuel, if it's flimsy, it's not a kosher or sukkah, why would the Tanakhama say that a passel is the downstairs, according to you, Shmuel? So even this mahalach still is a problem. It's still a kosher and shmuel. The first approach was, was obviously a problem. Right. This one's a little more fuzzier, right. but it... You have to right. say that Shmuel, when he said 10... Ten tefachim. That was not limited to that. That was an example of right. that makes it right. Right. It was saying ten tefachim because kasher kapsula. But if there's a different reason why it's not kasher, meaning it, it meaning it, it meets the ten tefachim requirement, but there's a different reason why it's not hechshera. It's still not. It doesn't meet the requirements of the kasher sukkah in this situation because it's too flimsy. Which is what you were asking the other day because you said you know you suspend yourself. So the answer is no because it's not a kasher sukkah. If you can't stay in there then it's not kosher. You know, even if you sit there hanging from whatever contraption, it's not going to work. you got to be in the sukkah, you got to be standing in the or whatever, on the floor of the sukkah. What, you pull some blankets, you sort of right. can't sleep in that sukkah. Right. No, he was asking me how to do this, if you could somehow like suspend yourself. Yeah. Right, like some you, you rig up the thing, you, you rig up something, whatever. Um, so, right, again, let's just get it again. Because Shmuel said ten tefachim, but really what Shmuel was saying was ten tefachim. Why ten tefachim? Because kachsher kach besula, because that's the definition of a kosher sukkah. And in order to passel the downstairs sukkah, the top sukkah has to meet the requirements of a kosher sukkah. So the example that he chose was ten tefachim. But there are other examples that that would make a sukkah kosher or not kosher, i.e., a flimsy floor. And a flimsy floor in this situation is what we're talking about. Rabbi Huda's talking about a flimsy floor. That if you put the cushions in, you're going to fall right down. So therefore, it's not a kosher or a sukkah. And Rabbi Huda says, therefore, because it's not a kosher or a sukkah, the downstairs is still kosher. Because the upstairs is not a kosher or a sukkah because the floor is too flimsy. The Tanakhama disagrees. That the Tanakhama would say, even though it's so flimsy, the downstairs is still possible on account of the upstairs. Even though the upstairs is so flimsy, it's still Possible according to the Tanakhama, which is exactly not what Shmuel says, because Shmuel says it only possible if it is kosher. And here the Tanakhama is saying, even though it's not kosher, because it's too flimsy, it's still possible to downstairs. So that's still a kosher on Shmuel. That's a silly question. So Bogdini wasn't aware of that? He had this one shot in Shmuel? What do you mean, wasn't aware? He's explaining how they learned Shmuel. It's still a kosher. There's going to be an answer to this too. There's going to be an answer. Yeah, there's an answer. It's not a kosher on Bogdini, it's a kosher on Shmuel. Again, Rabdimi is explaining the Mishnah, which came before Shmuel. Um, I don't know when Rabdimi fits into all this, but Rabdimi is explaining the Mishnah, you know, Tanakam Rabbi Huda, which is well before Shmuel. So to this, the Gemara answers, again, with the Kashan Shmuel, the Gemara says, no, there is a, there's a difference between when Rabbi Huda says kosher and versus Apostle and, and, and Tanakam would say, <coughs> um, the difference would be the Echola Lekabal al that it's able to hold up the pillows and cushions on the day of Chak. That it can hold it. It's not going to come crashing down. It'll be a little bit shaky. Some people might go in there like, oh, not so comfortable. I feel a little creaky. And, you know, it don't feel so, so gishmak. Things are a little bit, uh, maybe a little wobbly. But it's on the day It's not exactly crashing through. Um, I can't, I don't have an exact definition of the day of Chak, but I think Rashi says that it's uh, flimsy. I don't know the exact, but... Uh, 
Yeah. It meets at least the dearest Arai. Uh, no, I agree, but I'm saying, I'm saying how much wobble. Right, that, that, right, that we talked about on Thursday. But I'm saying, I don't know at what point it, it's you know considered uh, not at all and what it is flimsy, but whatever it is, it's a middle ground of idea and chak. So again, so, then, so what does that mean? That if it can hold the, the pillows and cushions, idea and chak, meaning it can hold it. It's flimsy, it's shaky, it's creaky, but it's holding it. So then, so then, the Tanakama, the Rabbanon would say that's fine. Why? Because the Rabbanon hold this sort of little extra piece because they hold sukadiras ara. So as long as it's ara, it doesn't have to be a strong, sturdy stru- stru- structure. It's flimsy, it's shaky, that's okay. It's diras ara. It meets the requirements of a sukkah, kachshera katsula. It's a kasher sukkah. So since it's a kasher sukkah, the downstairs is possible. Rabbi Yehuda holds a sukkah diras kadova inan. Sukkah's got to be sturdy. So if this is shaky and flimsy and wobbly, that is not keva. If it's not keva, it's not a, it's not kachshera. It's not a kasher sukkah. Therefore, it doesn't pass all the downstairs. So, so this fits into the earlier. This fits machlokas. into that machlokas, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you tell me that Tanakama hold yours. All right. Yours are right. So this is flimsy is all right. Is that right? Flimsy is all right. Yeah, it's all right. Like so. so it's kosher. As we've had. So, so it's kosher. kosher. Exactly. Therefore, according to the Tanakam, that's already a kosher of sukkah, and, and therefore the apostles are downstairs. Mm-hmm. Rabbi Yehuda says, oh, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, a kosher yeah, of sukkah. Yeah. It's flimsy. It's shaky. It's wobbly. That's not a kosher of sukkah, according to me, Rabbi Yehuda. So therefore, if it's not a kosher asuka, what's the downstairs? It's still kosher. So, so Tanakam is still being beautiful. Tanakam is still machmer. Yeah, because the Tanakama, it's funny, because the Tanakama is mekil on the adiras arai, therefore the downstairs becomes puzzle. As long as you're upstairs, it's, if you're upstairs is a kosher asuka, your downstairs is out. If you're upstairs is puzzle, then your downstairs is still fine. So if you define the shaky upstairs as a kosher sukkah, then your downstairs is out. It's possible. But if you define shaky as not meeting the requirements, because you need it to be keva, so then shaky means it's not keva, and it's not a kosher sukkah according to Rabbi Yehuda. Therefore, Rabbi Yehuda says the downstairs is still okay, because what's above it is not a kosher sukkah. So what would Tanakhama say before, let's say this answer is now, is now, is now answering, the machlokas is once I think, right? So how does that solve the question? Because the question was is if it's if it's Avabish in a ruled the Kabel, if it's not strong if it's not strong enough to with to withhold you know extra weight, that was a problem, right? Well how to answer the question then. If it can't right to the case. It's it's wobbly, right? So wobbly, it, it, yeah. right it's, so then so if it's wobbly, so Rabbi Yehuda says it's wobbly. Wobbly is not a kosher sukkah because I need to be keva. I Rabbi Yehuda hold a sukkah diras keva bein. So is wobbly a sukkah according to me? No. So if it's wobbly is not a sukkah according to me, and then kachsher kachsula, right? So it's not a kosher sukkah. So does the pasul the downstairs? No. Whereas we ask Rabbanan, is this wobbly sukkah kosher sukkah? The Rabbanan will say yes because it's diras arai. Arai could be wobbly. If it's yes, a kosher sukkah, then the downstairs is possible. Only Shmuel introduced that yeah, share it. There was, so there was you don't know that the Tanakam and Rebuda are arguing in that point. They never mentioned um, anything about that. Oh, okay. okay. They're arguing on Dira Sarai and Dira Skeva. Okay. Shmuel came in I'll with give that. You that. With okay. that uh, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Fine. I, I can't argue with that. Um, okay.
Right. It doesn't change the. Right. It doesn't change. I'm not sure if it does anything or not. Okay. Does it make more sense? And again, I, that's. And we didn't explain it this way Thursday, so don't. Uh, you know, it's, that's on me. But that that's the that's that's the back and forth over here. Um, all right. We'll stop the recording.